Shalom, Meshpocha. This is Sid Roth. Meshpocha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with the Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with a very supernatural guest. And now, here's your host for this program. It's supernatural television producer, Jackie Duval. Thank you, Sid. Today on Messianic Vision, our guest is Miles Kilby. Miles is the pastor of the River Church in Savannah, Georgia, and he also operates in the office of the prophet and wants to train others to prophesy. Welcome, Miles. Yes, thanks, Jackie. So happy to be with you today. Really excited about it. We are, too. Thank you. And um, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know at age seven, your your godmother would take you to church, um, and you got saved as a child, And then, um, but it was at age 20 that you got filled with the Spirit, and you began to hear God more clearly. So tell us a little bit about that experience. Yes, absolutely. At seven years old, I remember like it was yesterday, uh, where exactly where I was standing, um, my family was the kind of family growing up, we would go to church on Easter and Christmas. And so I would spend a lot of time with my godmother. And when I did, she would take me to church with her. So at the age of seven, you know, back then they didn't take us in kitty church. We stayed in with the adults. And I responded to the call to salvation. Uh, one Sunday, I'll never forget it. Remember it like it was yesterday. And nobody had to tell me what to do. I mean, none of the adults sitting next to me or anything like that. But the Holy Spirit, just came upon me, and he was drawing me to himself. And so I received Christ at the age of seven. And I remember even when that happened, all the, you know, grandmas and little old ladies around me, you know, started saying, hey, he's going to be a preacher. He's going to be a preacher when he gets older, even at that early age. And then, you know, for about the next 13 years, uh, the devil was after me. I went through a lot of challenges, especially coming through my teenage years. But at the age of 20, um, God really began to draw me back to himself. And I was uh, at that time filled with the Holy Spirit. And then it was just amazing how God just unlocked my ears to hear. Amen. Wow, that's awesome. And um you, you definitely have some encouraging prophetic words that God's given you, and there's one that, that comes to mind that you told me about that is such an encouragement to people who have gone through some really hard times in the past year, 2020, and now we're in 2021, and God's given you um, really encouraging words for people for 2021, especially for people who have not seen their prayers answered. Can, so can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, you know, 2020 obviously was a extremely difficult year for everybody. And, you know, I remember going into 2020, the scripture was Second Chronicles 2020, trust in the Lord and you shall be established, believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. And so all the prophets were given prophetic words. They were saying release decrees. I remember in the going into 2020, the main word that the Lord had given me was decree what you see. And so it was a year, a lot of people believe that was a year to see uh, in the Spirit and see what God was saying, and then de releasing those decrees. Well, the thing is, Jackie, is that many of those decrees were hitting 
just like a, a brick wall, a concrete barrier. And that's actually the vision that I had going into 5781 toward the end of 2020, which I believe was around September. Um, I'll never forget the Lord began to speak to me and he said, I want you to add up the numbers 5781. I said, okay, Lord. And so that equals 21. And we were going into 2021. So, and the Lord, you know, 21 always to me from the scripture has uh, represented breakthrough, like from Daniel, the 10th chapter, you know, the prophet Daniel, uh, you know, from the first day he sought the Lord, it was 21 days that the angel was held up in heaven by the prince of Persia, holding back the revelation that God was delivering to Daniel. And so there's been a holdup in the spirit on the decrees that were released in 2020. And so in the vision, what I saw was like a concrete barrier. And I saw like arrows, like piercing this barrier. And the Lord said, those are the decrees of my saints. Those are the decrees of my people. And each decree was chipping away at this barrier. And the Lord told me, he said, in 2021, it's going to break through that barrier and begin the decrees, everything that we have been decreeing in 2020 that you have yet to see manifest and come forth. The Lord said, you're going to begin to see it manifest in 2021. And so I really want to encourage people, you know, you know, in 2020, you know, the devil tried to shut us all up. He tried to put masks on everybody. He tried to shut down the prophetic word. He tried to shut our decrees off, right? But the Lord is saying, no, everything that you decreed, even though you've yet to see it come to pass yet, in 2021, you're going to see that manifestation begin to come forth. But you have to stand on the word of the Lord. You have to stand on the decree. You can't waver on that. Amen. That's so powerful, so encouraging. And the beginning of 2021, you were at a youth group. And God gave you a word of knowledge at that youth group, and it broke the spirit of suicide. Explain that. Yeah, so this is a church that I minister at regularly on the south side of Atlanta, and it's a powerful church. I believe it was last year they did have one young man commit suicide. I did not know anything about that. And so during the ministry time, uh, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and gave me a date when I received the word of knowledge, the date that the Lord gave me was October 13th. And so I didn't know what it meant. So I said, I'm, I'm here on October 13th uh, in my spirit right now. And the pastor said, wow, this past year, one of our students, that's the date that he committed suicide. There were probably 100 students there. It's a big youth ministry. And so the Holy Spirit just spoke at the moment he spoke that to me and said, I want you to give an altar call for those who are battling with suicide. He said, I'm going to break it off. He said, it's never going to happen again in this youth group. And so God was very stern. He was going after that to dismantle it. And, and he, and I believe he did, I think five or six people responded to that, to that call uh, just in that one meeting uh, that were battling uh, with that. And so it was a powerful moment, and we ministered deliverance to those that came forward. Wow, that's that's awesome. And you, you teach on how all believers are to prophesy. The Spirit was poured out in Acts 2, and 
the Spirit continues to be poured out, and all believers should walk in this and teach a little bit about the, the five dimensions of the prophetic and how they're progressive. Absolutely. So, yes, I do believe that all believers are called to prophesy. Uh, we see that in Acts, the second chapter, on the day of Pentecost, that when the Holy Spirit was poured out and the church was birthed, uh, the Apostle Peter stood up and preached his first message, which was really a prophetic word that he gave. And he said, you know, your sons and your daughters will all prophesy. And so this, when the Holy Spirit is poured out, which that's the day that we're living in, amen? When the Holy Ghost is poured out on all flesh, your sons, your daughters, were all called to prophesy. And the key to that is being filled with the Holy Spirit, being baptized in the Holy Spirit. And what that means is that you are completely immersed in the Holy Ghost. And in that immersion, there's an overflow. And, you know, when the Holy Spirit moves in, when we're born again, he moves in with all of his gifts. And so they're his gifts. One of those gifts is the gift of prophecy. The gift of prophecy is the word of the Lord. It's when God speaks. And when that comes forth, you know, it's inspired by the Holy Spirit, um, primarily speaks to things concerning the future. You know, words of knowledge are for past or present, and prophecy primarily concerns the future or future things to come. So I believe that all believers are called to prophesy, and that we see that in Acts, the second chapter, when the, when the Holy Spirit was poured out on all flesh. Um, the Apostle Peter begins to deliver a message, and in that message, he says that your sons and your daughters will prophesy. And so this is one of the main marks of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is the prophetic being released and God releasing his word and the supernatural realm of revelation. So as you were asking me about the five dimensions of prophecy, I want to give you those. And this is going to be uh, in the teaching that is offered. So the five dimensions, the first dimension is the spirit of prophecy, and the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. It can be um, released at any time, whenever God sees fit. I even talk about, you know, there is an instance in the scripture where even God prophesied through a donkey uh, to a man named Balaam. And so the spirit of prophecy can come on anybody uh, at any time, at any moment. Also, I think about Saul, King Saul, when he encountered the prophets, uh, the spirit of prophecy came upon him. And the scripture says that he was changed into another man, into a completely different person in that moment. So starting out, uh, the first dimension is the spirit of prophecy. The second dimension is uh, prophesying by faith. And so Romans 12:6 uh, says that if we prophesy, we prophesy according to the proportion or the measure of faith that we possess, that we have. So each one of us has a measure of faith that we possess, that we've been given from God, and that measure can grow. And so 
as you begin to grow in the prophetic, as you begin to grow in the word of the Lord, as you begin to grow in your walk with him and hearing his voice, you know, you're going to prophesy differently. You know, if I have great faith, you know, the, the Bible mentions different levels of faith as well. So Jesus said, you know, oh, you of little faith. So there's those that have little faith. And then we see when he speaks to the centurion, he said, I've never seen such great faith. So the centurion had great faith. He said, I've never seen such great faith in all of Israel. And so when you have great faith, like the centurion did, you can prophesy and you don't even have to be present. But when your word goes forth, that person's going to be healed. So he was prophesying. He was speaking the word of the Lord from a place of great faith. That was a different measure that he was prophesying from. So that is prophesying. We know there's three dimensions of the supernatural. There's faith, the anointing, and the glory. And so prophesying from the place of faith is that first dimension um, that we begin to enter into. Then number three is the gift of prophecy, which the gift, as I mentioned a moment ago, when the Holy Spirit lives inside of us, he moves in with all of his gifts. And one of those is the gift of prophecy. And so these giftings can be developed in our life. You know, we begin to hear the voice of God uh, early on in our walk with the Lord. We begin to speak his word by faith. And then as we grow and mature in our prophetic calling, then we begin to develop the gifting. And we begin to develop that gift of prophecy. And as it begins to operate in our life, it's very powerful. The fourth dimension is the dimension of the anointing. And I talk about two different anointings. First John 2.20 says there's an unction that you've been given from the Holy One, and you will know the truth. He says in First uh, John 2.20, you have been anointed by... You hold a sacred appointment from, you have been given an unction from the Holy One, and you all know the truth. So this is the anointing that abides on the inside of us and teaches us all things. Then there's an, the anointing that rests upon us. And we see that again in Acts, the second chapter, on the day of Pentecost, at the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, that the anointing came upon the people as well. I'm sure that there were many that were born again on the day of Pentecost, but there were also those that were baptized in the Spirit, and the Spirit of God came upon them. And when the Spirit of God comes upon us like that to prophesy, we call that the anointing resting upon us, and that is a different dimension that we begin to flow in in the prophetic. So it's very powerful. I think about also in Second Kings chapter 2, when the prophet Elisha uh, tells the prophet Elijah that he wants a double portion of his anointing. And so we know the story that the prophet Elijah says that if you see me when I go up in the chariot, he said, you'll receive my mantle. So the prophet Elijah is following him everywhere he goes. He's not leaving his side. He is seeking after that double portion. And so he did indeed receive that double portion. He saw Elijah go up in a chariot of fire. The mantle 
fell down. Elisha received the mantle and received a double portion of the anointing that the prophet Elijah had. And so he began to operate immediately in that anointing and even tested the anointing after he picked up the mantle. The fifth dimension is probably my favorite because it's so powerful. And that is prophesying from the glory, prophesying from the glory realm. And the scripture that I reference in this teaching is Revelation 1.10, where the apostle John says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice like the sound of a trumpet, saying, write in the book which you see and send it to the seven churches. So see, in this moment, the apostle John is caught up in the glory realm. He begins to hear a loud voice behind him that sounds like this trumpet that, that is blasting. And God begins to download to him a prophetic word for the church. And so he begins to prophesy from the glory realm what he sees. And so when we enter into the realm of his glory, you know, it, it's a whole different dimension. It's like, you know, in Job 38, the scripture says that God spoke to Job out of the whirlwind. And so when Job was caught up in the whirlwind of the spirit, the whirlwind represents supernatural activity. When Job gets caught up in the whirlwind, God begins to speak to him there and release revelation. So in the place of his glory, in the realm of glory, when we begin to prophesy, it's like our words are expedited. They carry the weight of his presence. And they bring instant manifestation whenever we speak. So we begin to prophesy and miracles begin to pop off. We begin to receive words of knowledge and the miracles happen instantly. So those are the five dimensions. And, you know, God is releasing that and helping people grow in that prophetic gifting. And I believe that, you know, by understanding this, people are going to come into a greater understanding of the different levels and their prophetic experience. Amen. And uh, you did a brand new and exclusive four-part audio teaching series, How to Hear from God and Flow in the Prophetic. How is this going to help the everyday believer that listens to it that might not even be in ministry? It's going to impart a passion to prophesy. You know, I remember early on in my walk with the Lord, whenever I began to listen to teachings on the prophetic, and I began to learn about the Holy Spirit and that he wanted to speak with me, it released a hunger in my spirit to want that. And, you know, I talk about that some in the teaching, 1 Corinthians 14, 1, it says, pursue love and earnestly desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. And so it's going to release a hunger in their life for the prophetic, for the word of God, to hear the voice of God, and to grow in the prophetic. And also, it's going to bring a foundation for the prophetic in their life. And then there's the foundation, and then there's the revelation. And so, and you need both. So there's foundational teaching, and then there's revelation. And people will be able to come into a greater understanding. And, you know, it's hard to operate in something that you don't understand. So... That's why you need the foundational teaching plus the revelation. And that's what they're going to receive in the teaching. 
Now, how important is um, praying in the Spirit to operating in the prophetic? Yeah, praying in the Spirit is, I would say, the most important thing to operating in the prophetic. Uh, if you're going to, if you want to operate in the prophetic, if you want to operate in the supernatural realm, period, you have to pray in the Holy Ghost. So, you know, for me, if I pray two hours, I pray at least an hour in the Holy Spirit. You know, as I'm going about my day, I'm always praying in tongues. And so tongues is the gateway into the supernatural. Tongues is what unlocks the supernatural realm in your life. The Bible says pray without ceasing in 1 Thessalonians 5.17. How can you pray without ceasing? You know, you can't do it in the natural. The only way that you can pray without ceasing is by praying in the Spirit praying in tongues. And so this is a command, actually, that Paul gives to believers. He says in that scripture, he says, pray without ceasing. And then immediately after that, he says, do not despise prophecy. You know, so praying in tongues, there's the gift of tongues, and then there's, you know, your devotional tongues that you pray in, in your own private life. Uh, And then if the gift of tongues is released, You know, I tell people this too, Jackie, is that when you pray in the Spirit, when you pray in tongues all the time, you can ask God to give you the interpretation of what you're praying. And, you know, every, like, thing that I'm doing right now, as far as my business, ministry, is all a result of me praying in tongues and then prophesying. because. Praying in the Spirit is what ushered me into His glory. Praying in tongues ushered me into His presence to where I could hear what was going on in the spirit realm and what God was saying. And then I would begin to prophesy what I hear. So it's a, it's, I think it's the most valuable gift we've been given as believers. And so I would encourage everybody to pray in tongues. You know at least an hour a day. You know, if you say, well, how am I going to do that? An hour a day, you know, start out with 15 minutes, then build up to 30 minutes, you know, and then keep going until you just continue to build up, you know, and you're going to feel the difference in your life. You're going to feel the shift and you're going to feel the growth that takes place in your spirit, man. That's so good. And um, now a few months ago, you were doing a teaching and activating people in the prophetic. And during that teaching, your eyes began to burn with fire and God spoke to you about purifying your vision. Tell us about that experience and what happened with that. Yeah, this was a very powerful encounter that I had. I was doing a teaching on a Wednesday night as I regularly do a school of prophets on Wednesday nights. And During this teaching, I was teaching on the seven eyes of the Spirit, and it's a prophetic teaching. Um, You know, a lot of people like to learn about seeing in the Spirit these days. And so suddenly, I'm sitting at my desk as I'm teaching, and from my right side, I just, I felt the Holy Spirit come upon me suddenly. And as he did, my eyes just began to burn intensely. 
like nothing I'd ever experienced before. And so my eyes just began to burn uh, so strongly. And it, I knew it was an encounter from the Lord. And, you know, on what I was teaching, um, you know, God was releasing something. He was releasing a purification. He was releasing an impartation. And in that moment, what I heard the Lord say, he said, he said, I'm purifying your vision because you haven't seen rightly like I want you to see. And, you know, many times, Jackie, we we don't see people the way that God wants us to see people. And so that's why we're not effective in ministry. We don't have compassion. You know, we look at people and we just view them not from the perspective of Christ. And God wants us to see other people the way that he sees them. And especially when we begin to minister to them, we have to have that heart of compassion like Jesus had when he was ministering in the earth. And so God has to purify our vision. We have to get the logs and the splinters out of our eyes so that we can see from the right perspective and also uh, see from his prophetic perspective. You know, I think so many people, we already have made up in our mind what we want to see happen. But is that what God wants to see happen? And so there's a big difference between what Miles wants to see and what God is seeing. And I would rather have the latter. I would rather see what God sees. And this is very important in the prophetic. We don't want to interject our own will. We want to receive the revelation from God and release his will through his word. So in this encounter, God begins to burn my eyes and, you know, he's speaking to me about how he's purifying my vision so I could see rightly. And the Lord said, I'm imparting my vision to you. And he says, you're going to see from my perspective. And, you know, the scripture says that Jesus has eyes like a flame of fire. And so it was the impartation of the eyes of fire, the eyes of Christ, that we would see from his prophetic perspective. And, you know, how do you think Jesus saw people when he was walking in the earth and ministering to them? You know, I believe that he viewed them with great compassion. And when he saw injustices, you know, he saw them rightly and he addressed them appropriately based on the having the correct perspective from his father. And so during this teaching, I was having the encounter and God was speaking to me and dealing with me and others that were present for the teaching began to experienced the same thing. And so their eyes began to burn. And this wasn't just one or two people, but I mean, a lot of people that were present for the teaching. And even one lady said her eyes continued to burn uh, into the next day. And so it was a very powerful encounter. It's something I'll never forget. And uh, I'm certainly grateful for. And and some listening or, or actually watching you were 
seeing visions, and I think one person got drunk in the spirit, and um, some were healed, too. Is that correct? Yes. So, yeah, the the supernatural activity began to flow. God begins to heal people. And, you know, this is the thing, Jackie. Sometimes people get healed, and they don't know it. I'll never forget, I was in a church meeting, and the Lord gave me a couple of words of knowledge. And I had a word of knowledge for a man, and it was for his eyes. He had extremely blurry vision to the point that he was having trouble driving. And I gave the word of knowledge, but he didn't think it was for him. And he testified about this later. But he said, I didn't think that word was for me. But he said, I realized as I was driving home that my eyes had been completely healed. And so he came back the next week and testified about what happened, that God had completely healed his vision. He realized it. You know, he didn't even realize it was for him in the moment, but God still healed him because that it was for him in that moment. And he came back the next week and testified that God completely healed his eyes. And I remember when he began to testify, it was just like the Holy Spirit on the inside of me just lit up and like I could feel the fire because many times the fire when people testify like that you know it was confirmation you know there was only one tenth only one person came back of the lepers that Jesus healed only one of them came back and thanked him for it and so many times we only hear a tenth of the prophecy or not the prophecy the testimonies that actually take place of healings and many, many different things that God does. So so true. Now, you had an encounter earlier this year where God's presence came upon you. You were worshiping the Lord. God's presence was on you. And you heard the Lord say, my war chest is open for my people. And you created a bonus CD for us um, based on that experience. Just uh, briefly tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, this was a powerful encounter. Um, during the School of Prophets, and I was worshiping the Lord, and I'll never forget, but I just felt like a heavy weight come upon my shoulders, and I didn't—I knew it was the presence of the Lord, but it was different. Uh, this in, This encounter was different, and I just felt a heavy weight fall upon my shoulders, and immediately the Lord spoke to me. He said, that's the wealth of heaven. You know, people have to understand that wealth isn't just financial right. blessing, but it's also the favor of God. And it's it's much more than just financially, but that's included as well. But he said, it's the wealth of heaven that you just felt come upon your shoulders, and he said, there's a dimension in the glory where you, where you experience the wealth of heaven. And that's the favor, it's the blessing, it's, it's all of this. And the Lord be- continued to speak to me, and he said, my war chest is open for my people right now. And I had never heard that before. And I said, God, what, what do you mean? So I began to seek the Lord out for more revelation. And uh, the teaching, which, you know, will be offered as a bonus teaching, 
is based off Ezra, the sixth chapter. And this is very prophetic for the time, timing that we're in right now. Because at that time, Cyrus, King Cyrus, had found a decree uh, concerning God's people going back and rebuilding the temple, rebuilding the walls of the city of Jerusalem. And when Cyrus began to read about this, the Lord moved upon him. And he said, I'm going, everything will be paid for from the royal treasury. Everything is paid in full. For God's people right now, when they enter into the glory realm and they tap in to the realm where the wealth of heaven is stored, where God's war chest is, you know, it's like the United States military, you know. They have a war chest. They they have all the funding that they need if they needed to go to war tomorrow. Well, it's the same thing in the kingdom of God. Everything that you need to fulfill your purpose, you have access to in that realm of God's glory. And so it's fully paid for. You know, the business that God wants you to start, it's fully paid for. The ministry that God wants you to start, he's going to fully fund it. And so this is really the encouragement is that what you need to fulfill your God-given purpose is available to you. And God wants to release his war chest. And he's telling his people, look, I've, it's fully funded. It's fully paid for. You just need to move forward and do it. And, you know, we are, the reality is, Jackie, is that we are in a battle uh, every day, you know, the kingdom of darkness doesn't want uh, the sons and daughters of God to advance his kingdom in the earth. And so it is a war. But you know what? God has his war chest ready to be released to his people. And he's releasing it to those who are entering into his glory in this hour. Amen. That's so good. And um, we're getting close to the end here, but I just wanted you to to briefly tell everyone a little bit about your family, your wife and your children. Walk in the prophetic. Your wife dreams dreams. Your your children have prophesied before. So just tell us a little bit about that so people can understand that this is for families to walk in. Yes, it absolutely is. Um, you know, a little bit of our testimony is I led my wife to the Lord before we got married which I had been fasting for three days. And uh, my wife got saved on my mother's living room couch. And then not long after that, you know, filled with the Holy Spirit. And we ended up getting married not long after that. And we do have four beautiful children. We have three sons and one daughter now that we just welcomed. And they're all prophetically named which is very important, amen, which you name your children. My wife, she is a dreamer. God speaks to her a lot through dreams. So what you want to do is, for the parents that are listening, um, the husbands and wives that are listening, you want to create an atmosphere in your home where the presence of God dwells there. And that's what we have sought to do, is to create a place where the presence of God dwells. You know, you don't want your house to be a war zone. You want it to be an altar 
Amen. And so God wants to do that. And so you as husbands and wives, um, you know, emphasize what we do is we emphasize worship in our home. You know, even with our children in the mornings, uh, we make them worship for at least 20 minutes every morning. And then we also start out because we homeschool. We start out with uh, reading the word. You know, there have been times where we minister to them. uh, We prophesy to them. You know, I want to encourage parents that are listening, you know, minister to your children. You know, engage in the discipleship. You know, prophesy to your children uh, the will and the purpose of God. You know, like I was telling you when we were talking prior, Jackie, is that we bless our children every day and we release the prophetic word over their life. And as a father, you know, that's extremely important. And as a mother, mothers have a very vital role because uh, mothers are the primary teachers in their children's lives most of the time. It's the mother that is, you know, teaching the children, you know, how to do this, how to read, how to write, you know, whatever it may be, uh, even the basic things that we learn when we're very young. And um, so children are little sponges, and we want to immerse them in the presence of God. Um, The scripture says, out of the mouths of babes and sucklings shall come forth praise. And so children can prophesy. There's no miniature Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit is can move just as powerfully through a, a young child as he can an adult. Um, I think about King Josiah, who was only eight years old when he was king. And so God uses young people. God uses children. And even in the future, and now and in the future, to come, you know, there's going to be children evangelists. There are children, young children that are going to be raised to walk in the prophetic, to prophesy the word of the Lord. With my oldest son, Isaiah, uh, when my wife was pregnant with uh, our daughter, I really believe he began to prophesy that she was pregnant. We didn't know she was pregnant. And we were just driving down uh, the road one day, and he began to say, that there's a baby in mommy's belly. And we had no clue, but he began to say that. And so I want to encourage the parents to listen to what your children say, because many times they will be prophesying. God will be speaking through them. You know, many times they have dreams. Uh, they have angelic encounters. Even during the night hour, God ministers to them. So it's important to minister to your children as well before they go to sleep at night. You know, minister to them, you know, sanctify uh, their sleep, help them sanctify their sleep. And uh, God's going to begin to give them dreams during the night hour and minister to them as they rest at nighttime. So I do, I want to encourage the parents to develop that atmosphere in your home, make your home an altar. And um, prophesy to your children, bless them, and you're going to see God begin to speak through them. Amen. Amen. That's so good. And we've run out of time. But, Miles, why don't you just pray anything that the Holy Spirit shows you to pray over our listeners? 
Amen. Yeah, there's someone even now, as they've been listening to this, their eyes have been healed. Uh, God's touching your eyes. There's someone like you've had a detached retina. God's healing that right now. I just see it. It's your left eye. And God's healing that right now. So receive that in Jesus' name. Also, there's someone listening that like you really damaged your wrist. Uh, I don't know if you got, it's like you broke it or you fractured it. Uh, but God is healing you right now from that injury that you had. Also, I see someone who was involved in a bad car accident, and in the lower part of your neck, uh, you had a severe neck injury. And I want to tell you that God is healing you right now. Even as you're listening to this podcast, God is healing you right now supernaturally. So receive the healing right now in the name of Jesus. There's also... I hear the name uh, Martha. Uh, there's a Martha. And uh, you've been through some great challenges even over the last six months. And the Holy Spirit is about to supernaturally turn things around for you. He's going be, to begin to cause what happened in the last six months to work out for your good. But you're going to see a great turnaround. I see God shifting and the Lord's releasing his angels to you to help you out. And so just receive that right now, right where you are. And for those listening, I just encourage you. And what I want to do, I want to, I want to pray a prayer of impartation just to close this out. But what I want to, the impartation I want to release today is for hunger, hunger for the word of God, hunger for the prophetic. And that, that's what really caused me to be activated is you have to be hungry for the word of the Lord. Amen. So Father, in Jesus' name, right now, I release the hunger. God, I, I prophesy that. Lord, I release the impartation now for hunger. Release it upon your people. Release it upon those who are, who are listening. Father, impart to them a fresh hunger to eat the scroll and to digest the word of the Lord and to be filled to overflow with your presence, God, right now. I just see many that are listening. You're just receiving a fresh hunger, and you're coming into a deeper, intimate encounter with Yeshua in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to Messianic Vision with our guest, Miles Kilby, and now here's Sid to tell you how you can get this special resource. Miles Kilby flows regularly in the prophetic, and in his brand new and exclusive four-part audio teaching series, How to Hear from God and Flow in the Prophetic, he wants to teach you what he has learned and what has been revealed to him about hearing God's voice and moving in prophecy. You will learn about the three purposes of prophecy and the five dimensions of the prophetic. Miles will pray prayers of impartation over you so that you can hear and see in the Spirit. I have to tell you that when you listen to this revelation and knowledge, it will trigger your hunger to move in prophecy, and it's your hunger that will cause prophecy to flow right out of your belly. Also, in his brand new and exclusive bonus CD, God's War Chest, Miles wants to teach you how to tap into the wealth of heaven in this season of the glory of God. 
Call now for Miles Kilby's brand new and exclusive four-part audio teaching series, How to Hear from God and Flow in the Prophetic, and his brand new and exclusive bonus CD, God's War Chest, for an investment of only 29 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. Once again, that's 1-800-447-2697 or go to our website at sidroth.org, S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Be sure to ask for offer number 9759. Once again, that's offer number 9759.